Hello and welcome to the Fearless in Love podcast, the show that will help you transform your relationship by first transforming you. My name is Hannah and I'm a relationship anxiety coach and breathwork facilitator, but I've also come out of the other side of relationship anxiety myself. Now that I'm looking through a lens of clarity, I am here to help you experience deep love and connection, not only with your partner, but in every area of your beautiful life. Hi guys, welcome back to this episode of the Fearless and Love podcast. Today we are going to talk about arguably one of the most important relationship skills, and that is the skill of living from a place of gratitude. Not just practicing gratitude, but actually programming your mind to automatically search out things to be grateful for and to focus on the positives of the situation that you're in, but also the positives of your partner. Currently, I'm sitting here and I have just come off a seven-day visit with my partner. I didn't see him for three months and then we had a week together. He left last night and... I'm just pondering, like, what do I need to focus on to make this next little bit of long distance enjoyable and to make sure that I'm not going to kind of go in a downward spiral? Because if I'm being honest, last year at this time, I was so in my head. I was so deep into relationship anxiety, so sad about being in long distance and It just felt like it was getting worse and worse and worse the more that I focused on it. And then the kind of breakthrough that I had early in 2023 was when I really came to understand that I get to create how I feel. And I sort of think of emotions and feelings as being two different things. I think you're not always in charge of your emotions. And that is like the deeper stuff that you may have stuck down like rage, shame, guilt, sadness. That is something that you need to actually process and allow yourself to experience as it comes up. But to me, feelings are something that you have more control over. It's more like when you wake up in the morning, you are a clean, fresh slate and the things that you focus on are what are going to influence your feelings. You can create feelings by what you focus on. The emotions are already there. They're the things that you need to work through. But feelings are in the present moment. And as I look around, I realize that most people are not in control of their feelings at all. And they just don't even know that they have any control over it. It's so crazy to me to think that the people that I'm surrounded by, and and, you know, most people in life, their main priority is getting things done and making money and controlling things in the outside world. When in reality, it would be so much easier to get the outside external things done in a way that feels good and in the most efficient way possible if they first took a look at how do I learn to control my feelings? How do I learn to be the leader of my life experience 
And instead of just forcing everything to happen, forcing myself to connect with my partner, forcing myself to go make money or to make things happen, I first took a look at how can I get into alignment? How can I feel good so that all of these things that I'm trying to manifest or make happen in my life come to me more effortlessly? And it actually feels good because trust me, this is the biggest cheat code, but if you're prioritizing how you feel and you do things based on what is going to actually make you feel better, everything else is going to fall into place with so much less effort. For example, I could try to force myself to connect with my partner and I could look up a whole bunch of relationship tools and I could force him to do these exercises with me and we could make like strategies around how many date nights we're going to have and what we're going to talk about and even though we have all of those tools in place and we're doing them and we're showing up together it still might feel really bad and it might feel like we're forcing it and it might not result in any better feelings between the two of us or any heightened connection but then on the other hand if I prioritize how I feel first and I worked on getting into alignment feeling good about myself focusing on gratitude and then went and did all of those same tools all the same strategies or the date nights or whatever you're trying to do to feel more connected in your relationship it's going to be so much easier to connect and you wouldn't even technically need all of those tools one person who has gotten in control of how they feel and is connected to gratitude can experience the same amount of healing and connection with their partner while doing the dishes than somebody who feels absolutely terrible is focused on the negative is in a very low vibration and then goes to couples therapy or goes on a fancy date night it's more to do with how you feel than the strategy that you take and I am so passionate about teaching you how to do that I'm laughing I said passionate about so quickly I've never talked so fast in my life but I hope you can hear in my voice how much this has changed my life and I was thinking a lot this past week about what makes me different from you know your average relationship coach or therapist and there's nothing wrong with going to therapy or the more clinical relationship perspectives. I absolutely think that they all have a time and place and a lot of it has really helped me. However, my tools and my approach and what's actually really helped me with my relationship anxiety is this more energetic approach, which involves working with the body, working with your emotions, letting yourself feel, but then also tapping into your higher self. And the reason, this is a very long intro, but the reason that I dedicated this entire podcast to gratitude is because gratitude is the ultimate state of receivership. I think that's what Joe Dispenza has said. 
So if you are learning how to manifest what you want, because by the way, everything that you have in your life is a manifestation, meaning it's not just the big goals that you're manifesting. You're manifesting every single moment in time. You manifested listening to this podcast right now because it's something that you needed. You manifested being in this exact place with these exact people around you, with the exact feelings that you're having right now. You manifested the clothes that you're wearing right now. So everything is a manifestation. But to manifest the best possible things that are the things that you actually want and desire, you get into the state of gratitude. Another fun thing about gratitude that Abraham Hicks has said is that they would rather you get into a state of gratitude or appreciation than meditation. And if you are familiar with my work, you know how much I love meditation and how powerful it is to meditate and clear your thoughts and clear your energy. But what's even stronger and more powerful is basking in that appreciative energy. You might be thinking to yourself, why is she talking about manifestation? (laughs) I came on to learn about my relationship anxiety. But like I said, everything is a manifestation. So if I'm going to teach you how to create a better relationship with your partner and how to feel more secure and how to create a secure attachment style, you bet I'm going to teach you how to do it through manifestation, the one thing that has changed my entire life. So what you have to know about getting into this state of gratitude is that when you have anxiety, when a part of you is feeling anxious, it is constantly trying to protect you. And so it is not wired to look for things to be grateful for or to bask in the joyful feelings that come up when you think about everything that you have. It's wired to constantly look around and be like, wait a minute, is that thing that my partner said a threat? Does that mean that he doesn't love me anymore? Does he look a little bit less interested? And so your job is to consciously change the way that your brain works through over and over and over again committing to the practice of gratitude. And when you do this enough, the cool thing is it'll become more automatic. Just like right now, I'm learning to drive. A little late, I'm learning to drive. And the more I do it, the more automatic it becomes. And then the more that I start to learn. And so, for example, when I first started, I had to think about every little thing I was doing. I had to recite in my head, okay, go up to the stop sign, shoulder check to my right, look to my left to see if any cars are coming, take a right turn, make sure I'm on the right side of the road, check if there's anyone behind me. It was like every step, it was so much to think about. But the more and more that I did it, the less energy it was taking because it just became a part of me. I embodied what I was learning and so it was just like second nature. So now I'm focusing more on the higher level things like learning to park instead of learning all the basics of the road. And that's what it's going to be like when you practice gratitude over and over and over again. The more that you notice that you're not in a state of gratitude and then switch your mindset to focus on things that you're grateful for, you'll realize that you're doing it without even having to try. It's taking less energy to be grateful. 
I want to give you an example of a reframe that happened to me last night where I noticed that I wasn't in a state of gratitude and I was in probably a state of fear and then I was able to switch it back into gratitude. So Alex and I were out to dinner the last night that he was here and it was this beautiful place. It was an Italian restaurant. He was sitting across from me. We are eating this amazing focaccia bread. Everything was perfect. And I felt my brain say to me, wait a minute, this is too good. I'm about to lose him soon. He's about to go home. And to protect myself from probably that feeling of loss that was about to come, because if you feel so good and then it gets taken away, that's a big feeling of loss. My mind started looking for things to be unhappy about. It's a very common defense mechanism that I think we all have. So it said to me, wait a minute, Alex hasn't told me what he loves about me in a while. Or he hasn't said how beautiful I look in a really long time. And even though I had so much to be grateful for, we had just had this amazing visit, we'd have so many good conversations, I'm sitting here on this date night that I normally would be so excited about, I'm thinking about the one thing that's missing, the fact that he hasn't said this exact statement of how beautiful I look. And I notice my mind does that a lot when I'm anxious, is it comes up with like the one thing to worry about that isn't present. Like it could be 99 things are going right for me. And then it comes up like with one thing to focus on that isn't good, which is such a self-sabotaging behavior because of course there's always going to be something to focus on that is going to take you down from that high of feeling connected and in love. So what I did was before in the past, I probably would have gone down that rabbit hole and I would have thought about it and thought about it and it would have gotten bigger and bigger in my head and then I would have said something to him like you haven't said how beautiful I am for a long time or like do you even love me or I saw this TikTok about this guy who tells his girlfriend how beautiful she is 10 times a day and you don't do that for me and then his walls would have gone up and then we would have started an argument and it would have ruined the whole thing but Since I have more awareness and I've learned all of these things, I was able to say, wait a sec, this is me hitting an upper limit. I'm looking for the one thing to focus on that I don't have right now. And in reality, I am in control of my thoughts and I'm going to shift my thoughts to the things I have that make me feel good. So instead of going down that very tempting road, which by the way, it is tempting when you have a scary thought like that or a limiting belief come up, it's like every bit of you wants to follow that belief. But taking your power back and shifting to gratitude has the potential to take away that power and change the way that you're feeling. This is the part I talked about at the beginning. We're changing the way we're feeling by shifting our focus. So first step was awareness, I figured it out. Step two, I decided to look around, 
first of all, ground myself in the present moment, realize where I am right now, and think about all of the things I was grateful for. Grateful that I'm on this date right now. I'm grateful that I've had an amazing visit with him. I'm grateful that I had an amazing conversation with him yesterday. I'm grateful that he's being so present right now when we're both not on our phones. And I almost just did a gratitude montage where I let myself bring up so many images of things that I'm grateful for and I focused on them and I let myself feel it and I looked in his eyes and I remembered how much he loves me even if he's not the best at sharing it. Even if he doesn't have the exact same communication style or love languages as me. I reminded myself of what I know. And in that moment, it was me coming in as my higher self. Because your higher self is always grateful. And taking care of that younger part of me who brought up that limiting belief and was actually just afraid. And because I was able to do that pattern interrupt, next time a thought like that comes up that has the potential to ruin my mood or ruin my experience that I'm having with Alex, it's going to be easier to take my power back and to get back into that state of gratitude. Because the more you do it, the more you're programming yourself. You're creating new neural pathways. You're breaking the habit one moment at a time. And I also want you guys to know, I have done a lot of work on this. Like it, It's not an automatic fix. There's going to be times when you try to shift into gratitude, but you have gone too far down that worry spiral. You didn't catch it early enough, and it got bigger and bigger and bigger, and then by the time you tried to turn it around, it was a little bit too late. And that's okay. Even the fact that you had the awareness to recognize you were going down that path sets you up a little bit better for next time. And then there's probably other times when maybe something happens and you don't even have to think about it for a long time to get it to build bigger and bigger and bigger because it triggers a core wound that you have. Something that you haven't processed from your past. It could be about your relationship. It could be about something that happened with an ex or most likely something that happened in your childhood. And that's another time that it'll be hard to shift into gratitude because that emotion that I talked about is coming up. And that is the case where you don't need to feel guilty about spiraling. You can try to go into gratitude as much as you can, but in that moment, the better choice is to let yourself feel. So in any given moment, you have those two choices. If it's a core wound and it's a lot of emotion coming up, you let yourself process, you let yourself feel and regulate. Maybe you have the conversation with your partner, maybe you leave the room, go to the washroom, maybe I could have gone and cried in the washroom. Or you recognize that it's just a feeling because of something that you're focusing on and you allow yourself to step back into your higher self's perspective, shifting your focus onto things that you appreciate. I find that relationship anxiety specifically is always trying to tell me that my partner is my enemy and that he's a bad person. And then he's out to get me or something. And that is when it's so powerful. It's so helpful to have this strategy and to be able to switch it over to gratitude before it gets into a big thing. And to remind yourself in those moments 
of all of the amazing qualities that your partner has, all of the things he's done for you, the things that he's said. And that's why I love recommending, you guys already know, the practice of writing out every single thing that your partner does for you that makes you feel good or everything that he says to you that makes you feel good or creating a list of all of his qualities that you admire and then in those moments going and reading that list because the mind can be very very convincing and tell you even though you felt good with your partner yesterday he's a villain and he wants to hurt you and that is probably because you have a deeper core wound to work on that comes with relationship anxiety that isn't allowing you to trust other people to your fullest extent and that's okay but you're able to also work on it moment by moment as the fear comes up like slowly detangling a giant web of wool or like a spider web and then with anxious attachment because I love to talk about that too the thing that comes up for me more is the fear of my partner not loving me and using everything as an excuse that he doesn't actually care about me and he's going to leave me or he's lost feelings for me. And then in those moments, the key to focusing on gratitude is focusing on two things. Number one, everything that he has done or said to show you that he is committed to you and that he is not going to leave. And then the second thing, the even better option, is focusing on all of the things that you love about yourself. Because in that moment, a part of you is feeling unlovable, unworthy of love. And it may be manifesting as the feeling of your partner wanting to leave you or wanting to abandon you. But the real problem is you don't see yourself as a lovable person. So focusing on those things that you love about yourself. What are you grateful for about who you are as a person? Feeling that wave of gratitude for yourself. Even the fact, you guys, that you're listening to this podcast and you're working on yourself and you recognize that you have these struggles, but you're taking the initiative to turn that mirror around and do the work to heal and to create more for yourself and for your partner, that is something to be so grateful for about yourself. Like this is scary work sometimes. This is big stuff that you're doing that I'm almost confident to say about most people that your family probably isn't doing this work. I bet a lot of people you know are not doing this work. It's amazing that you are here. So if you can't think of anything to be grateful for about yourself, There's one thing and the more that you dive into this self-discovery journey and you learn more about yourself and you work on these core wounds, the more you will find to be grateful for about yourself. So this episode has been a lot of what to do in the moment in terms of gratitude, but of course, as always, there's that deeper level of healing usually that needs to be done on those core wounds and that is kind of bigger than what I can go into on a 30-minute podcast. However, I am going to be announcing on my stories just a very, very pre-launch of something that's coming up that is going to help you do that deeper work to heal from the root. It's going to be very new, very exciting. It's going to include a lot of access to me more than 
I've ever given out and it will be announced on my stories on Friday. So make sure that you set your alarms and you're ready for that. But anyways, just as always, I want to tell you how grateful I am for you guys. We're talking about gratitude. I can't not talk about this. You are amazing. I am in awe of every single one of you that is taking the steps to heal yourself. Even if it's just stepping away when you're feeling anxious and going to the washroom, putting your hand over your heart and breathing with your emotion. That is a step in the right direction. So even if you don't feel like you are where you want to be yet, or you feel like you're standing at the bottom of a mountain and there's so much more you want to work on and heal, you've come to the right place and you're headed in the right direction. And if you take one thing from today, remember to practice gratitude as much as possible. Even if it's not about your relationship. This is your reminder that even when you're practicing gratitude about some other area of your life, your relationship will benefit. Because you're getting into the frequency, the vibration of gratitude. And you don't have to get into that frequency or that vibration through your relationship. You can get into that through a different area of your life. And then that frequency will spill over into your relationship when you focus on your relationship. Okay, I'll leave you guys there. I love you so much and I will see you next week.